You're listening to Mixed, Tapes, Feelings, and Drinks. Gabe, Allie, and Nick talk with their friends about songs that are dear to them. We dive into these songs to help add more meaning and overall enjoyment to our listening experience. All, of course, while enjoying some delicious mixed drinks made by our guest. have you been listening to lately i've been listening to a little bit of this and a little bit of that i've been listening to this um spotify playlist called ethereal which is a curated playlist new age of just songs that are well i'll just read it to you dedicated to experimentalism with strong elements of pop and universal beauty universal <laughs> And yes, it's curated by Grimes, okay? Okay, all right. Okay, we get it. Okay, who is it by? Magdalena Bay. And what's the song called? Cherry? What is a? Uh, is this a? This cover? is out of left field. I'm I just like. I don't think so. Allie likes this kind of music. <laughs> I really like the way that this song builds, though. Yeah, I like that chorus. Oh, yeah. Oh, 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 this, oh, oh. this is what I'm saying. It builds. Slap. Yeah. It's a slapper. Mm-hmm. 
It just keeps going. The song? Wow. Yeah. Okay. It's 58 minutes long. Excuse <laughs> 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 the bill. By the end, it's just like... <laughs> <laughs> it's just white noise. They just keep adding sounds. Is this a cover? I don't think so. Oh, it sounds so familiar, but I don't know if it's just because you have played this song a lot. Yeah, I have. <laughs> This song just makes me really happy. It's so grimesy. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> it's a genre and I like it. Grimy. <laughs> you guys have much luck with uh, like playlists like this? Curated by artists or what do you mean? Just like Spotify's or Apple Music's. For Spotify, yes. I, I do, but yeah. I've been using it for like 10 years. So, so they wow. like they know her social security. <laughs> yeah, they, they got her. they got my life down. Yeah. <laughs> that was really good. Thank you. A song is a lot better when someone introduces it to you, in my opinion. Because I've heard that song so many times. You've played it when we're in the car and what have you. But when you're like, listen to this, I'm like, oh, okay. That's it's actually di- it's like also different when you're bad. like wearing headphones too, That's as opposed true. to mm-hmm. just like me putting a playlist on in the car. And it's Road like playing with a bunch, of, a bunch of other songs. Your wife screaming at you. <laughs> Stop the car. You ran over him three times already. He's probably <laughs> dead. <laughs> You just don't really hear the song. Yeah. Kind of like yeah. washes out. Thank you, Allie. That was your first song you shared with us. Yes. And it was good. Thank and you. And it's like on, um, oh, this is what I was going to say, uh, that Allie, before we were married, she mm-hmm. had like a very goth scene. Throwing air quotes out there. Yeah, because it wasn't full goth. I, I know, know what you mean. Yeah, it was it wasn't like... wasn't seen. Oh, I didn't mean like seen. I just meant like a goth, like you were wanted to be a part of the goth scene. Of just oh. like like Alice Glass and um, the girl from that other band. <laughs> like just had short black hair and like wore black and mm. and like wore like high... Uh, I wouldn't say as goth. Uh, yeah, no, that's why I, I don't know how else to describe it. It's like, it's a lot of like what comes from Grimes. Anyways, what I'm getting to is that it's interesting to see that you're like still into that kind of stuff. It's cool. Hey, listen, I liked it. <laughs> is it, it doesn't sound like you're like making it out to be very cool, but oh, that's okay. I didn't. Well, I guess I'm just like not good at articulating my fascination with it because I thought it was really cool. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what else to say about it. I I, I, just... I definitely have like a a a vein that I hit when I was like twenty one mm-hmm. or like nineteen to twenty one. I was looking for the vein and then I hit it at some point and then I just stayed in that vein <laughs> until now. Yeah. Like it, I get that. It, it branches off, you know, as veins do. Yeah. This is What's a very like, medical. <laughs> <laughs> What's like the, the craziest branch off? 
where you're like, this is good. This is different. This I'm going to stick to this. Huh? <laughs> well, I mean, I guess, I, I don't know. Musk's I, music. <laughs> <laughs> Just the sounds of Tesla's. <laughs> um, beep, beep. I will say one recently that I've been kind of tasting, maybe not diving into. Well, maybe, not different maybe not shooting into your veins. <laughs> no, 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 no. This still applies to veins and blood. Okay. I'm tasting just a little bit. I'm not swallowing it. I'm just tasting it. Okay. Um, <laughs> Go on. I don't know if this is vein related, but okay. <laughs> There's like a realm of... Now there's a realm? <laughs> oy, oy, oy. There's a realm This is of... like a magic school bus episode. <laughs> <laughs> That's for you millennials out there. basically my life is yeah. a magic school bus episode <laughs> soundtracked by crimes. <laughs> <laughs> what is in this realm vein tasting? It's like a, like metal, sort of. Just a little <laughs> bit of metal. A little iron oh. in your blood. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you're trying to say. Oh, I see what you just mean. Just a, t- a okay. little bit of metal, but like kind of mixed yeah. with like a pop sort yeah. of electronic like vibe. Like almost like a... Like new metal. Yeah. Sure. I mean, I know that that's a genre. I don't really know. I don't know that much no, about the subgenres of metal. I'm poppy, sorry. Poppy is what you're talking about, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, she'll I like get, poppy. She'll have songs where she's like pop and electric, and then she'll but also scream. She'll have like screamo and metal, metal in some songs. Screamo so. and metal. Screamo and metal. <laughs> and then you'll go to other songs, and you say that's good too. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Allison's got a lot of veins. Got yeah. a lot of veins. I don't even, but it's funny because I don't even think that's too much of an offshoot because Grimes was like, Roots was metal. Was I it? Listen, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I don't know. I just know she loves metal music. Anyways, we need to get to our guest because we have a guest here. Get to him. Today we have Kyle Paul. Hello. Hi, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> you made us these drinks called... Breezy steezies. No, what do they go? Nope. Uh, <laughs> I like that. These are Bahama Mamas. Bahama Mamas. Yeah, they're good. They're easy to drink. They taste. My like adjective for them would be fruity tooty. Yeah, I thought it was tooty fruity. You're ta- you're changing your tune. You're changing your tooty. I go both ways. Put this tooty fruity in my veins. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's in this drink? There is uh, rum, coconut rum, uh, pineapple juice, uh, mm, orange pineapple. juice, and a little bit of grenadine just to sweeten that oh, up. Oh, just to sweeten it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's you know it's going to be just syrup and as opposed also to juice juice. Yeah. Provides a a beautiful, beautiful bright pink color. Yeah, as well. mm. it looks. It like, looks like that mountain, say the Mountain Dew. <laughs> it looks like that watermelon Mountain Dew. That sounds disgusting. That we definitely don't have in our house at all. <laughs> sounds gross. Anyways, it's really good. Where did you first have this drink? Um, so this is actually kind of coming full circle a little bit. I don't know if you remember when we went to go see um, Endgame. Oh yeah, yes. was it twenty nineteen with um Orin. Yeah, Orin. Yeah. Um, you you. There, there were circumstances where you owed us a drink, and you picked oh, up. Oh, that's uh, right. We went to Total Wine, or yeah, Be- Bevmo, we, yeah. we picked up uh, 
a set of Bahama Mamas from Total oh, Wine for Oren. Because he, he will not drink anything bitter. So. Oh, right. Yeah, because we went Those, like, and I was bottles. like... We were there for like a freaking hour trying to figure I, out what to yeah. buy. I, I was like, I'll buy you guys like hard liquor. And Oren's like, no, I want a wine cooler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't want to taste the alcohol at all. <laughs> yeah. Hey. But I mean... So was it as good as this? Do you remember? I I don't because I it, I had like one afterwards because there was like a leftover, and yeah. then uh, a pandemic happened and I stayed at home. <laughs> um, and then I was like, I, what should we do for like a drink? And I was like, Bahama Mama, <laughs> classic. I'm sure yeah. that this one that you've made is definitely way better than the wine cooler yeah, that you probably. had. <laughs> yeah. Sure doesn't taste like it came out of a can. <laughs> no, no, there were bottles, right? No, yeah. it, was, it was it was cans. Oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> oh, okay. I think that there was like I think there were some like bottles of wine coolers though that we also got that no one drank that night because why? Because it's gross. Why would you do that? And it's we hard to open a bottle <laughs> that you've smuggled yeah, into that's the theater. True. That's true. But I remember that we had those for. We like, got two cases because we both owed them. A drink because mm. we played the reason was because we played Fortnite. Oh <laughs> and I said, yeah, it was like a th- it was us three playing, and I said, Hey, if we win this one, I, I owe you guys a drink, and we won. <laughs> I was like, Oh, okay, I guess I owe you guys a drink. Does that what but, if you win, you owe them a drink? Yeah, oh, because it like, was like so unlikely. I was dead, they would win. like I was uh, oh. I was dead, and it was just Orin and Kyle playing, but I was still on the same team. You were just building stuff. Uh yes, that's how Fortnite works. <laughs> no, I, I was literally just watching because he when was you're dead. dead. Yeah, when you're dead, you can't play. So they got wine coolers. Anyway, oh, so no one they drank carried the rest you. Of you were dead. Exactly. Okay. They carried me to the top, and because I, I was like, if you guys get this, I mean, oh, you drink. I get it. Yeah, that was the one and only game of Fortnite I think I ever won, and then stopped playing after that because <laughs> that that was the peak. Quit while you're come ahead. Back. And I think I stopped playing after that. <laughs> that was a long time. That was when Endgame came out. So. Yeah. 2018? 2019. 2019. Yeah. Anyway, what I was trying to say is that we had these wine coolers in our house for like a year after that. <laughs> and then I finally threw them away because I was like, we're never going to drink oh. them. Yeah. I think I used one to like a recipe? try to make a... <laughs> kind of. I, I tried to make like a mixed drink out of it. It wasn't very good. Allie's so. <laughs> no. the... Uh podcast snob i don't know if you know <laughs> just because something didn't taste good that's right and i'm honest about it <laughs> yep believe it or not i am a big fan of the ice thank you gabe yeah, yeah. the ice is good good the job on the, the ice. ice good job i made it myself <laughs> but this podcast is also about music so mm. kyle for those who don't know you like imagine like it's a nightmare situation and you're standing in front of a <laughs> in front of a classroom full of new people and they're like, ladies and gentlemen, or women and children, <laughs> or uh, men and daughters, <laughs> kids in this classroom, this is Kyle Paul. daughter dance? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're standing in front of, introducing yourself. <laughs> and this, this is Kyle Paul, and then you do like a little wave, and you think that's it, but the teacher was like, Kyle, tell the class a little bit, something about yourself. What do you think you would say? Um, <laughs> I... I... I'm eclectic. I've gotten into all of the hobbies. Um, uh, doing 3D printing now, but I speak I've... louder. <laughs> I'm, I'm immersing you. What's your What's your name? Fi- <laughs> fix your mic tuning. 
I'm not the only one to blame here. <laughs> um, Screaming at one of the daughters. I saw the daughter dance. <laughs> no, I've done a little bit of everything from, from like a cross stitch to 3D printing and, and design. And my music taste is like just as eclectic. I've got pretty much every genre in there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah, good good mix of everything. Nice. Did you say so, cross stitch? Yeah. What is that? That's like um, straight stitching, but you do it in like crosses. Like embroidery. Yeah. I. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Embro- like you could embroider a jacket. Yeah. Nice. Oh, cool. That's cool. I like you that. You should uh, send me a picture of uh, work you've done. I can post it in the show notes. There's one in his bathroom. Oh, I'm, yeah. I didn't use your bathroom. Oh. You, you should have. It's Dang. a great bathroom. It's, it's a real just like all embroidery. Just, it's a real work of art. His yeah. bathroom real quick. <laughs> There's a, I, got a, I got a dinosaur shower curtain. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Cool. <laughs> uh, yes, we went to Kyle's house the other day. And what kind of? Hold on. What kind of dinosaur? <laughs> <laughs> it's like all the dinosaurs, man. You know, oh, like, okay. like brontosaurus, like nice. T. Rex, uh, stegosaurus. <laughs> you know, we're we're not uh, we're not dinosaur shut discriminatory up, up. here. What, you know, which dinosaurs? <laughs> we got some of the some of the herbivores, some Are of the carnivores. On the inside, like they're watching you, or on the outside, like they're, they're, like they're, they're on the outside. Okay, so they're watching. It's like you it's go like cartoon dinosaurs. Yeah. Okay. Gabe, you really destroyed Nick just. <laughs> Just now. No, it was good. That was a good question. I didn't know if it was one dinosaur or a bunch of dinosaurs. I didn't know where they're looking. You yeah, know? it's it's uh it's one dinosaur. His name is Tom. Uh, yeah, <laughs> he's peeping. What's Tom like? <laughs> I didn't see the dinosaur uh, curtain, but I did see your wall, which had these framed vinyls. How many did you have on your wall? At least so, five. So many. Yeah. Uh, I have... It, the, you, you walked into my house. You looked at my the vinyl records that I have hanging. Uh, and you said, boy, you must really like Lake Street Dive or something. <laughs> oh, Lake Street Dive, yeah. Because I have I have uh, all of their limited edition records. Yeah, uh, really cool. Their, their limited edition discography on my walls. I have the, the Firewatch soundtrack, the Goose Game soundtrack. Yeah. I've got a few... Um, those are both games. A few I albums play. from Ginger Root, um, but those nice. are not out in the main living room. Did you? One of them was signed. I saw. Uh, the Firewatch is signed oh. from Chris Remo, who did the soundtrack. Yep. Nice. They don't happen to be on your music, your picks. Either. No, because because I wanted I wanted to pick stuff that was a little bit more meaningful. And while Firewatch does really hit home for me, yeah, in a lot of different ways, it, it was not. Um, is not as impactful as as what I've kind of put together for the podcast here. I'm I've always thought about playing Firewatch. Should I play Firewatch? <laughs> you should absolutely play Firewatch. Okay. Mm. Before mm-hmm. you even start, though, hit that start button or hit that cog menu cog and go down to motion blur and yeah. unclick that <laughs> or mm-hmm. click it or whatever. Turn that ish off. Yeah. I got, no. I got Unless like, you like getting motion sickness. I got yeah. While sitting on your couch. <laughs> motion sickness playing Firewatch. Oh. And I was so bummed because the story was getting great. And I was like, I'm going to throw up. And then I hit that start button. I was like, oh my gosh, there is a setting to turn this off. That is amazing. You can finish it in a day because Allie and I both finish it separately both in a day. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. The playthrough, I, I would say, is about five hours long. Uh, yeah. If you are a fan of The Forest, good voice acting, good storytelling, um, and and just being able to have like choices, like impactful choices. Uh-huh. I it's, like it's all those such things. a solid game. Like Forests. I like good voices, obviously. Mm-hmm. It's obviously. not about, <laughs> not about <laughs> the graphics, 
not even really about the gameplay. It's like the story and like Kyle said, the voice acting mm-hmm. is like you're kind of watching a movie, but an interactive one. I Great like mystery it. too. I like it. Great good music mystery. too, huh? I guess. I don't really remember the music, but apparently it, it's good. No, they, they did kind of interactive music in it. So it, oh. it had, um, there were, there were spots where it was dynamic and, um, man, man, some of the, some of the times when the music squells, like it's, it's so subtle, but it just builds into the atmosphere of the game so well. Mm. And, and Chris Remo really like nailed that. that for the, uh, now, for the atmosphere. I know you didn't pick it, but I'm going to play it anyway. I'm going to play a song from Firewatch. If you were to play one, do you know which one? Uh, let me play. Look. I don't know because they're all um, they're all kind of good in different ways, and Going I don't I don't have picnic. anyone that's starred. <laughs> uh, let's pick a letter. Someone pick a letter in the alphabet. Alphabet. A. A. <laughs> a? And if, okay. Yes. This. This. The, here's the song. That starts with an A. It's called "An Unfortunate Discovery" by Chris Remo. That's actually the last song of the, of the nice. video game. <laughs> Spoiler. Spoiler. No, uh, that was good. I like that little boom, 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 boom. Beat's so good. You know Remo made it. If you guys haven't played Firewatch, please do. It's really good. You can play it on your Switch. You can play it on PC. Play on Xbox. On, uh, this podcast is brought to you by Firewatch. Firewatch. Soundtrack <laughs> by Chris Remo. Can you play it on an iPad? Make Download sure to... on Steam, Xbox, Switch, uh, Switch. Nintendo Switch, Mac App Store. PlayStation, iOS, Android, iOS, Android, anywhere you can play a game, you can play Firewatch. Rated T for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> T for totally great. That was That's a cool uh, vinyl that I saw on your wall. <laughs> <laughs> I have a question for you. What is your name? <laughs> Who are you? Uh, Pile Call, is it? <laughs> Um, you know, you guys really ask the tough questions on here. That's that's what I love about this podcast. Now, my my real question is, how are you choosing, like, what are you choosing your songs based off of? How are you choosing what you're playing for us today? I I wanted to pick a mix of stuff that... All I've, from the Bahamas. <laughs> that a lot pairs, of steel drum. pairs nicely with a Bahama Mama. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, that's what I thought. And little, like, necklace tiki's, you know? Mm-hmm. You, you want to get the full effect here. Sure. Um... I, I was looking for stuff that I think either summed up sort of a, a time period for me, or I just ended up having some emotional connection to, and that just really sank with me. Okay. Uh, All right. Give us that first song, then. So, the first song, Deserter by Splashdown. What is it about this song that... Why is it in your list? So... Man, I must have been probably like five or six, and I was like just starting to, like, like understand music. Maybe I was maybe I was older than that. So I was just I was just kind of like starting to explore music, and a friend of mine gave me, uh, just like a like a thumb drive with just like 
gigabytes of like ripped music and other stuff and just like go here here's all of the genres here's all the genres find something that like sits with you and and just like we'll go from there so do you would you shout this guy out or girl out I'm I'm gonna decline to do okay, that. Okay, that's fine. We've had a, a past guest that declined yeah. as well. Because <laughs> um, he's a pirate. <laughs> yeah. Uh, is he in the truth anymore? I'll yeah. cut this out. No, he is. Oh, okay. absolutely. Uh, great guy, close friend of mine. <laughs> How come you don't want to shout? <laughs> <laughs> Best guy ever. I, I don't. I'm just not wanting to give him this. He's, he's not. He's not online. He doesn't. He doesn't do stuff. He doesn't want attention. Oh, okay. So that's fine. That's fair. Okay. So I just just uh, respect his yeah. his want for anonymity. Is um, it Orin? No, <laughs> no, he's online all the time. Okay, I don't know. Orin I don't know this guy. Never gets off of Instagram. <laughs> okay. Uh, no, he wants to stick to himself. Doesn't want any attention. Yeah. Is yeah. it your dad? <laughs> Stop guessing. <laughs> no, it's it's absolutely not. Um, and so so this this is not one of the songs that he gave me, but this this band. Uh, was one of the, like the pivotal bands for me that just like they combined so many different like j- like genres and different things into mm. like what they're doing. Yeah, and the that album was Blue Shift. Mm-hmm. And I just, ah, this album still sticks with me to this day. Like it's it's one of my like ten out of ten masterpiece albums. I want to listen to the whole thing all the way through. And so this is like from one of their follow-up albums. I think I don't know what year it's from, but they like they never got syndication. And then I was like, I was like on the one of the producers' band camps, and he's like, oh yeah, I'm gonna like uh, release all of all of Splashdown stuff uh, in like hi-fi, like high resolution. Nice. If you pay like four bucks, and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so where are they from? Not sure. The producer. Uh, Casson Crooker is based out of Seattle, though. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Hopefully. What? What is the? What's the band's name? Splashdown. Oh, Splashdown. Splashdown. The okay. song that Kyle picked is called "Deserter." Light cranberry vibes. Yeah. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah. I wonder if she's uh, Irish. Yeah, because I do. I feel like I hear a little bit of a, an accent mm-hmm. there. Melissa Kaplan on lead vocals. Kaplan. 
Is she Irish? She could be Irish. <laughs> no idea. Oh. Hmm. I like it. It's like if cranberries met the 90s again. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, a little bit. Um, I think it just kind of pairs with, I had a lot of stuff going on, different different ideas coming in different directions for me growing up, and it kind of all kind of culminated at this point of like, I need to grow up, need to like move on, need to like figure out exactly kind of what's going on here for myself and, and work things out. And it just, yeah, this song just sells that. Yeah. Well, I love music at that point in your life, just roots so deep. It's like sticks with you. Mm-hmm. Yes, this is. Uh, I can feel it in the lyrics. Yeah, it's definitely clear in the lyrics. That's why I was like, "Ooh, this is this is one of those songs for Kyle." It's like uh, a little, little bit of like uh, divineness and and uh, yeah, reverence almost to the song mm-hmm. uh, with the lyrics, and at the same time, there's just like so much going on with the uh, the music itself that it that it adds just a great depth that I love to the whole thing. Mm-hmm. I said, I like it. When 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 did that come? Do you know when it came out? Uh, they they were a late '90s band. Okay, that sounds. I was like, either they're like '90s or they're just really doing that sound really well. <laughs> it came out in '96. Okay, mm-hmm. so yeah, it, it's like you know, pinnacle '90s song. Yeah, mm-hmm. '90s band. Never heard of them before, actually. Yeah, nobody has because they never got syndication. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they oh, um, also her? are. Not Irish at all. They're from Massachusetts. Well, not maybe a little bit Irish, but yeah. but not not an Irish accent. But what just, about her? There's not there's not really any information. It just says they're from Massachusetts. <laughs> <laughs> Where did you uh, find that information? Wikipedia. Okay, <laughs> the keeper of all knowledge. She doesn't have her own page. No, yeah. she's the other the other band members have like yeah. links to go to their own page she doesn't have one she's done a little bit of stuff um she later moved on to a band called universal hall pass which they put out stuff in i want to say the early 2000s <laughs> yeah. and then i was like browsing on their page and they're like oh yeah we, we made like two songs in like 2020 oh wow oh, weird. Uh, yeah. just like just like yeah here's a couple songs and then just like dipped i mean why yeah. not and she's got like no social media presence um i, I like i like tried to find her like once you know, mm-hmm. tried to find the band and like everybody. Tried to try find her phone number. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and I found a different Melissa Kaplan who who does reptile sciences. Oh. So Ooh. yeah, just what's um, that sound like? <laughs> <laughs> that wow. is the segue into our next song. <laughs> yeah, I actually found that to be a common thing. Going to older bands, I'm seeing that they release like a single in 2020. Like there was this Tremoro band I was looking at that like the last song they released was in the 70s and then it was like 
recent release 2020 i'm like oh everyone was going through <laughs> like something. this might be it guys <laughs> <laughs> but i'm thinking you gotta get our last word in i really think it's just because like everyone was home everyone was like you know kind sitting of... on their 1987 casio dg 7 electric <laughs> <laughs> yes exactly <laughs> and they're like this is pretty good this is like Spotify good. <laughs> <laughs> they release it. Um, Guess what? You can put just about anything on Spotify. This is true. This is true. There was a guy at my work that was like, I bought Spotify and I listened to it and I was like, oh. This podcast is on Spotify. This is true. This is true. <laughs> this podcast is brought to you by Spotify. <laughs> uh, shout out to Travis Stitt. Your music sucks, bro. Anyways, um, <laughs> you got him. <laughs> no, I'm joking. It was pretty good. Um, sure it was. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a cool song. Yeah, you said like around ten is when that uh, when your friend gave you that music, and you but you also said that song wasn't on that stuff. So because I, I I like got into the band and and like when I was listening to to the first album, Blue Shift, um, I was like, man, I, I'd really like more of their stuff. Which isn't on Spotify. No, did yeah. did a did a Google search, and there's just like this random web page that's like, "Hey, I'm I'm a fan of the band," <laughs> and the band said after they broke up, "We want all of our music to be free," mm. and so you can download like the lowest quality MP3s <laughs> for free. <laughs> but then then the uh, their like their drummer producer guy, like last year, was just like, "Yeah, here's all the hi-fi stuff on Bandcamp for like five bucks." Nice. You like that support. Local businesses. Yeah, they're gonna get like fine splashdown on Bandcamp. Swamped. <laughs> <laughs> to our listeners, let Listen, me tell you, we're plugging them. All right, <laughs> it's an official plug. Yeah, so I'd say I'd say probably from man, like ten to ten to sixteen was probably like the biggest area era for this. Uh, How old band are you now? For me. Uh, twenty four. Mm, twenty four. I was thinking about marrying Allie at that time. Gabe. Um, no, I wasn't thinking about marrying Allie. Good. Okay. Allie? <laughs> I was thinking about marrying Gabe at that time. <laughs> <laughs> what? I haven't even met you. <laughs> no, you met her. Yeah. When I was 24? No, when I was 24. No, when she was 24. Because <laughs> uh, we got, I was 25. Kyle was 24 now. <laughs> Your math <laughs> is flawless. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 24. Interesting. Yeah. How are your 20s treating you? Oh, just... I'm on medication now, so, y- mm-hmm. you know, stuff is getting better. That's good. Um, what kind of medication? I, I am on uh, bupropion because I have ADHD and clinical depression, oh. and that takes care of both of those things. Really? Yeah, yeah that's wow. nice. Yeah, super fun. Two in one. Bupropion, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is brought to you by bupropion. <laughs> Does it... Do you May think cause a, death. Do you think? Oh. oh no! <laughs> you know how they always. Kyle, do. no. <laughs> Stop. I said May. Do you uh, think may that may not cause death? <laughs> um, it's working. Yeah. Okay, oh cool. yeah. Do you, are um, you doing therapy as well or no? Yeah, I, I started therapy about a year ago. Uh, oh wow, nice. Yeah, I was, just, I was just like hit a really rough patch with like a breakup and and just kind of like some other stuff going on and and job was like going south for a while. And I just had this moment of like, I should call a therapist. That's good. That's really really self aware of you. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. so I I talked to one of one of the one of my buddies from uh from my old job, 
my previous location because because I know he had dealt with a lot of similar issues yeah but just like his anxiety and like his self-worth was just like way worse than mine like when he started therapy and I called him and I'm like hey has your therapist been working for you and he's like yeah yeah I love I love this therapist I'm like would you mind giving me your number because if they've been able to help you, they're going to just work miracles on me. Because <laughs> you're a mess. Oh, Let's be honest. <laughs> and then later he had to talk to his therapist about that conversation. <laughs> this guy, who I always thought was more depressed than me, thinks that I'm more depressed than him. Can you believe that? Uh, what do you think? You talk to him. <laughs> yeah. For, fortunately, we had like a good enough relationship that, that I could make that joke. But like... Yeah, it it really helped, and that kind of got the ball rolling. And she's, uh, my therapist was like, "Yeah, you you have uh, you have ADHD, you have uh, depression, you have anxiety, and we're gonna like start working on those." I'm like, "Okay, cool." Uh, and I I got to a point where I was like, kind of hitting a plateau with like just therapy, where it's like my anxiety had gotten a lot better, but I was still dealing with with depression and a lot of the other like effects of ADHD. And I'm like, you know what? I should go to a psychiatrist who can recommend medication mm, yeah because i feel like stuff can get better but i'm hitting a plateau with just therapy yeah man you uh th- there's there's not a whole lot of people who will like make all pull the trigger and doing all that themselves so yeah kudos to you man that's really I'm good right to take here, care of yourself <laughs> Nick needs help. <laughs> this podcast is can I talk to you after the podcast yeah, and can you please give me your therapist please. number? That's really cool though, Kyle. I've literally like the last I talked to one of my friends who goes to therapy and she was like, get a psychiatrist because yeah. those are the ones that can give you like uh, prescribe you medication. I mean, get get both, you know, like if you have health insurance, that will pay for it because because mm. therapy therapy gives you the coping mechanisms to like handle the stuff right whereas most psychiatrists will just say yeah you have this problem here's medication yeah and that doesn't yeah. always solve the problem right interesting good good uh good trick good tip good yes. tip mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i definitely for people out there because like la- when i went to my doctor i was like he was like hey i was like i'm depressed and he's like hey fill this piece of paper out and i was like circled all these things and he looked at it and he's like okay you're severely depressed i'm gonna put you on this medication <laughs> and i was like what yeah I don't even know what that means. And it really worked. But then I had a really weird side effect where I had to pee constantly. So I was like, hey, I can't do that anymore. And he's like, okay, let me put you on this other one. Because doctors are just like, they're not therapists. They're not yeah. psychiatrists. So no, they're they just, just going to throw, throw everything at the wall, see yeah, what sticks. exactly. So the second one was worse. So I was like, okay, medication doesn't work. And I know the answer is to go to therapy and to go to psychiatrist. But listen, I'm a flawed human being. <laughs> <laughs> I have a podcast. <laughs> He's got a podcast to edit. Okay, this takes a lot of time. <laughs> we like to keep Nick in these manic episodes where he's just editing all the time. He gets so much work done. Yeah, it's true. But this isn't about me, Kyle. This is about you, and I'm it's glad. It's not. <laughs> it really is. But no, this is about you, and I'm so happy that you're on this med, on these meds at work. Uh, and you have a great therapist. And you have yeah. a therapist, and he's good. She's good. Wow, wow. that was very I am very sexist. I'm so <laughs> sorry. I need to talk talk. You get say it together patriarchy about this on, the, on the next podcast. I don't have a therapist. I hire the best people for the job. Whoever they are. <laughs> right. Okay. 
Wow. Yeah, no, just just different struggles, and it's like, man, I remember when I was happy, and it'd be great to get back there, and it's like, if I can like start to break the stigma for other people too, it's like that would be cool. Yeah, that's good. My uh, ex co-host, she went through therapy and got medication. And she's like, I don't need this podcast anymore. <laughs> 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 I need therapy. Oh, I need therapy because of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> No, for real though. I was like, me and Ash were talking. I was like, I should go to therapy. Mm. Everybody mm. probably should. I, think I like feel that everyone way. Everyone does. All right. Yeah. Let's stop talking about how badly we all need therapy. No, well, no, I like because now I'm starting point. to feel like I really need therapy. <laughs> Just like in general, I feel like the whole population, everything we've gone through lately, we all need some sort of way to cope. Listen, yeah. if You're there gonna... ever was a time to be a therapist, 2021 is it. And there's a shortage, too. Right yeah. Now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, of how many people are trying to get in there. If I could just get a fake license, I could make so much money <laughs> doing therapy. <laughs> Maybe we should do that. And then you just link our podcast. Yeah. Like, hey, listen to this. Amazon affiliate link in the description. <laughs> Kyle, let's move on to your second song. Ooh, uh, i got to pick that. Yeah, well, you you got anything that makes you really sad? Because yeah, that's well, the direction should, we're going. Should we just get sadder? How about... Take us where you will, Kyle. The Knife by Maggie Rogers. So what is it about The Knife by Maggie Rogers? The Knife by Maggie Rogers really, for me, I think sums up kind of the last two years of just... there. There's so much self-work that I've done to get to this point that it's like some of it has been really great and some of it is just kind of um well you'll see yeah when you play the song
This is really good. Yeah. I like this. Yeah, I like it. It's a humbling song. Oh, yeah. There, there's a video I love where um, Maggie Rogers, before she released this album, is like sitting in this like class with uh, Pharrell. And she plays a different song for him. And Pharrell is just like blown away Ooh. by the song. I think that goes for a lot of stuff. I remember seeing something about her where, like, she was, yeah, she, like, went, like, to Pharrell for, like, what's her background? Isn't she, like, just not like anybody and then, like, yeah. she just submitted her music and Yeah, Pharrell she just, was, like, like put out an album and it's like, wow, like, people can do this? Yeah. Yeah, I love that. I feel like there's definitely hundreds of artists that are like that. But then there's some that just like rise, like you get like your Taylor Swifts and Billie Eilish's. They like, came from the bedroom, or Lord specifically. Oh Lord, yeah. oh Lord, <laughs> just making music Taylor in the bedroom. Swift is she was definitely in a bedroom once. Yeah, <laughs> she came from the bedroom, I believe. I believe she had one. And I, and like look at her now. <laughs> good i liked it a lot i it reminded me of bands i used to listen to but i love female singers specifically especially ones that you're talking about that kind of like they kind of bridge a few genres what is it about that song that speaks to you so going going into therapy um i came out of a really toxic relationship and I went into therapy, and in therapy, I, well, you know, not too long after starting therapy, I, I got into another relationship briefly that was really good. It was, it was somebody that I I'd really wanted to have a relationship with for a while, uh, something more serious, and it turns out, you know, like, we both wanted that. As it progressed a little bit farther, we both kind of hit a point of, like, we're not we're not ready for this. Like there's, there's growing up that we both have to do. Mm. If, if this can work out there, there's, um, lessons we still need to learn progress. We still need to make. Yeah. And like six months later, we kind of revisited it and it, it, you know, it seemed like it was going to kind of take off again and it, and, um, it didn't work out and it's, you know, it's fine, but it, it definitely both, both times, with that relationship, it, it really kind of opened up like, Hey, there's here, here's different things you need to work on about yourself. Here's different aspects you need to open up to and like understand about yourself before you can like actually get into a relationship proper before you can, you can go farther. And so I think, I think that's kind of where the knife fits in is that it's, it is, it is insight into yourself. It is growing up, but at the same time, there's aspects of it that just really hurt and really like drop you down at times. And, and humble you to have the growth you need to. Yeah. But without those, you'd, you'd be at square one still. Yeah. Yeah. That's rough. 
But that's life. <laughs> <laughs> that's life with the knife. Unfortunately, yep. <clears throat> Those are things. I mean, even after being in a like, even after marriage, you still have all those things essentially that you have to work yeah. through. Like, yeah, ooh, I think that that thing didn't go the way I wanted it to. Yeah. Why is that? Yeah, I think that's uh very good to be at a place where you're like working on yourself before a serious relationship that just keeps getting more and more serious because like yeah it doesn't stop yeah <laughs> like, i'm still like I'm 36 and i'm learning some new stuff about myself is this my ocd from when i was a kid is that why <laughs> i just like fixate on stuff so much and no i I think I think it was a lot of different things of like the relationship that I had previously that was like taught it was really toxic like I wasn't like neither of us were really taking it seriously and so it like that kind of opened up like like hey like these are aspects that you need to work on for like like taking yourself more seriously like, like getting yourself help mm-hmm. like getting that side of you together and then going into a relationship where we did like both care for each other equally and we did really both want to take things seriously and like handle things correctly. Just kind of just like opened up a lot of like you got to work on this side of yourself. Right. You reach the next level. Yeah. It's like, all right, this is a serious relationship, and now <laughs> this is an I've got a new set of stuff to work on. Yeah. Wow. Well, some people never do that though. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> that's so, good. Kudos to you because thank you. I mean, like I said, this is stuff that we go through daily. Everyone, almost. I mean, there's no one ever, there's no one out there that has everything figured out. Even if there's like a couple you see like in your hall that are just like, oh, that's the couple to aspire to. Like they're going through something too. There always are. Yeah. So there's always people out there. I mean, elders always say like everyone in the hall is going through something. And it doesn't look like it because on surface it's like they're happy. They go on service all the time. They're, yeah, they're sure. good. Yeah. Because why would you walk around and be like, this is my problem today? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Except on this podcast. that's in- It's encouraged. <laughs> on this podcast, you better you better have uh, a problem. If you don't have a problem, listen, then I'm your not- episode's going to suck. This episode brought to you by Floor Chips. <laughs> <laughs> listen, I'm not going to cry over spilled chips. That's a... Uh, something that i've well you should because those are the jalapeno ones they just got a little extra spice on them now no. from the floor okay Guys, i swept up earlier the i did not number? sweep over here though so i dropped my jimmy john's jalapeno chips on the ground this podcast brought to you by jimmy john's <laughs> kyle give us that third song you got for song number three we have lake street dives my heart's in the right place so this is the band that has you have like pretty uh, much pretty much all of the limited edition. Yeah. There's a lot. So is this your favorite band? Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And what is it about this song? Just probably the honesty that comes out of it. Just how much you wanna take on Who needs 
I was just going to say her voice is very warm. She has a jazz background. It's one of the things I love from the band. They all bring different things to it. Yeah. I like the stand. Is that a stand up bass? Upright, yeah. strange how that breaks like some people like very big on lyrics some people like not at all about lyrics yeah i I find i'm like fascinated by people that are really into lyrics because i am not like lyrics are cool but i'm more so about like the music and like what the sound is invoking as opposed to the like i can listen to a song like 10 times and then like I don't think about the lyrics at all until someone says something about them. Yeah. I I definitely fall into a mix of that. Lake Street Dive is my favorite band. I said that five minutes ago. Um, so Bridget Kearney, who's on Upright Bass, it also does like most of their like writing. And she's won like multiple, multiple awards for her like lyrics writing. Oh, okay. Um, and she comes from like a real folk background. Mm. And so you get that kind of vibe into it. Um, Mike McDuck, Olson uh, on guitar and trumpet, brings kind of that aspect to it. Um, a little bit of a pop, a little bit of a jazz background. Okay. Um, Mike Calabrese on drums brings sort of a rock and pop background to it. Um, and Rachel Price on vocals comes from a jazz background. And so that was that was the core band for I think up until about 2016. And then they added Aki Bermis, who uh, does keyboard and has kind of an R&B soul background. Mm. And so that adds another, like, flavor into it. And they, they just, like, keep evolving. And I, I love them so much. 
because there's just so many different backgrounds and lyrics to it. I like that you know their names. <laughs> I can, I can barely... tell that Nick is just like reading the names as you're saying no, them, and I'm he's not. like, what? No, I'm oh, not. I'm just like, I'm listening to Kyle. He's like naming all the band names and, or the band member names. I should for like having all of their discography and like going to six shows now. <laughs> yeah, but I've... But I've also been to like a show multiple times and couldn't tell you like any of the band band member names. I could like Tom York from Radiohead, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Johnny Badwood, yeah, <laughs> from Radiohead. Um, I know, yeah, Isaac something from Modest Mouse, uh, Karen O from Yeah Yeah Yeahs, and I think that's where my knowledge kind of yeah. falls. Jason Lytle from Granddaddy. <laughs> so I, I wanted to share that song kind of specifically in tangent with. Uh, with the knife because i think i think that song kind of really sums up the last uh pre-medicated years of my life of just like there's so many things that i've done that i've i've done poorly and i've like handled social situations poorly and and um responded to to people in not the best way Mm. and it comes from a place of like i don't i don't know what the hell i'm doing but it comes from (laughs) Mm. like my heart's kind of in the right place. Like I wanted this to go better, ah, but I just right. did not handle this correctly. Got it. You know, mm. yeah, that's good. I'm, that's cool that you found a song to associate that specific emotion yeah. to, and it happened to be from one of your favorite bands. Did you find the song first, and then you're like, this is the band, or did you love the band? You're like, wow, this song specifically speaks to me. This about applies this. to me now. Yeah. I found their cover of uh, Rich Girl, uh, from Hall and Oates, they mm. did, they did a cover of that. And it's on YouTube, and it's a fantastic cover, probably mm. better than the original. Wow! Yeah, okay. Praise. And I got into them, and I was just like, "Wow, this is a this is really good." Like, not many bands are like to their to their like level of skill, because they've been like making music since like 2006. And it's just like they they know what they're doing. They've got a lot of skill. And brought to it, and it's like, "Wow, this album is really good. wow, this album is really good," and just their whole discography is mm. fantastic, and they're fantastic live, and it's like can't lose with them so yeah so you found the band first yeah so is your final song like a medicated song because you said this is like this one in the (laughs) previous those were your last pre-medicated song choices so i think the knife is kind of like the uh the medicated um, knife was like when you were starting medication (laughs) yeah working out a lot of the issues and kind of kind of sorting out the the rough edges okay um I think the fourth song will will jump into Call It Home from Ginger Root. I've never heard of any of these bands yeah. before you came on. Yeah, this I'm, is I'm cool. liking them all. I'll, yeah. I'll really quickly. I found Ginger Root uh, on Reddit because somebody was like, hey, have you ever heard of a genre called aggressive elevator soul? <laughs> and I was like, no, I haven't. And I clicked on the link. I was like, wow, these guys are cool. And, but it's just a guy and he's cool. Aggressive elevator soul. Yeah. So if you Something Google, tells me that this is going to be right up Gabe's alley. Maybe. If you Google aggressive elevator soul, uh, you, you will run into Ginger Root. All right. Call it home by Ginger Root. I like it. Yep. This is it. This is the aggressive <laughs> elevator <it>. soul. <laughs> the funky dude brother keyboard.
getting the strong wolf pack vibes. Kyle's nodding. Yes. an idea of what Kyle did when he found this song because the, there's a gift that pops into my head mm. what Kyle did if the idea is cry you might be correct <laughs> maybe the gift I'm thinking of is when Antonio Banderas is like at that laptop and then he's like yes. looking at the laptop and then he leans back and goes with <laughs> 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 a like slight smile on his face just like Yes. <laughs> and like then, the vibe and then, is like a chef's kiss. Yeah, chef's Add kiss. Some tears and then cry a little there. bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that feels pretty accurate. keyboard yeah <laughs> i like that you ended on a hopeful note yeah um i love that song because to me it just speaks to me of like i've gone through so much to get to this point and now i'm kind of like settled into having contentment for like where i'm at mm. and and um man it, it, it ties in personally because i so many times i remember like having a very emotional moment and like either either being here when we when i lived in new mexico and just like have, having time where I needed to like cry, just being like, I want to go home. Like I don't know where home is. I gotta be like in my bed and just be like, I want to go home. Mm. Yeah. Like, like what? What was home for me then? And and it kind of turns out like no, it's it's an emotional state of like contentment of like I'm I'm happy where I'm at. I'm happy what I'm doing. Yeah. I think the song just just closes that up of like, I'm I'm good now. Like I'm very happy where I'm at, and this mm-hmm. is home for me. That's very nice. I love nice. it. Wow. That's man, we went through that's an arc lovely. There. I know. What the heck? <laughs> Six seasons in a movie. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I'm a little speechless. <laughs> I don't really know what to say. That. Listen, Nick is glad that you're happy. I yeah, know. I, I know that it. feeling. Like I, I know like the feeling of like finding the song that exemplifies that. Because for me, it was uh, Orange Juice, the the band from the '80s orange shoes i haven't heard Um, either and yeah oh yeah this is me coming out of like a dark place like that's exactly what that is (laughs) that's what it sounds like it's so uh nuts when you can like find a a song or something that's like captures that so perfectly i love it i wonder what that's like that's really cool we'll keep working on it nick And I'll just I'll just hype these this guy too, uh, Cameron Liu. He's a really cool guy. Like he got he, his his kind of like I'd say rise to fame because there's only like five people that know about the band. Um, 
was was his second ten album <laughs> after this episode. Ten. Yeah, there's there's an extra person. Us three and two other people. <laughs> it was just that guy on Reddit that said, "Have you ever heard of aggressive <laughs> elevator soul?" That was his rise to fame. Yeah, that was that was the one guy. <laughs> that was it. He his second album was called Toaster Music, and it was basically just an album of covers where he bought like the the cheapest audio equipment he could from like Goodwill or something oh, nice. and then produced an album of covers out of the back of his Honda Element all around Orange County, California yeah. Yeah. and somehow like it's one of the best produced albums I've listened <laughs> oh, to I like it mm. we've talked about that I was yeah. like, I like sometimes that. you can overproduce you gotta strip yeah. that back you gotta put some weird stuff in your space yeah <laughs> and I that his his album of covers just just hits home uh, shout out Wichita Lineman his cover of that just oof. oh okay um, I know that song yeah um, interesting and he's he's done a few more albums and he's actually on tour right now uh October 8th which this podcast will definitely come out after that way after <laughs> um, shout out to me in the future having gone 2022 to yeah this is shows. definitely a 2022 2022 episode <laughs> oh really yeah oh. Oh, I didn't know that either <laughs> but uh, I mean yeah. I guess we're getting but Kyle there. went to that show and what do you think of that show Kyle uh, future Kyle says it was amazing <laughs> I wish you all could have been there future Kyle future, future Kyle is doing really well, by the way. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, he's yeah. doing great. He's doing good. Yeah. Pretty much anywhere is home for him now. In fact, he's living under an overpass. That is home <laughs> for Kyle now. <laughs> he found it finally. Just as happy, if not happier. Mm-hmm. All it takes is some medication and some AirPods, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I found. Um, I saw Ginger Root's photo, and he looks Asian. So I was like, Oh, I wonder what kind of Asian he is. And then I went, I googled him, and it was like, uh, Cameron Liu was born and raised in Southern California. <laughs> you racist? My favorite wow. kind of Asian. <laughs> okay, that's Listen, nice. Nick can say that yeah, because Nick. he's Pacific Islander. But I want to know what kind of Asian you are. <laughs> Nick, Nick, does it matter, Nick? I just need to know. Why does it know. matter? He's probably... I think it's interesting. <laughs> mm-hmm. He has a Honda Element. Mm-hmm. Listen to this. Listen yes. to the way I would say it, though. Tell me if it's just interesting, okay? <laughs> what kind of Asian are you? <laughs> Okay, that's how I would say it. And you know what? You're right. It does sound different. It's a you know, it different. does sound different when Gabe says it, but when Nick says it, I'm like, it's okay. He got his band name coming from a live Wolfpack performance. So he was inspired mm. by Wolfpack. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, you really picked that one out quick. Props. <laughs> so now we know what his That Nick is really was. smart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, um, but I will say that Wikipedia is really feeling me on the kind of Asian this guy is. They're being real coy. They're being real coy about where this guy came from. Where I need go to back know. To. Kyle, give us a song to close us out. Uh, could we do I Remember by Cascade? Sure, sure. Heck yeah, Cascade with a K? Mm-hmm. Allie, you're, you know, you're familiar with this? Um, Grimes tell you about this band? Listen, Grimes is not... Okay, Chinese American. Cameron Liu is Chinese American. Okay, How'd you there find you. that? I found it on the internet. Uh, what's what's the internet? There's a fandom page. Cameron Liu Wikia. Fandom. Uh, Fun okay. stuff. Chinese yeah. American YouTuber. Well, you had to find out. So now I guess we know. <laughs> <laughs> I did it for Nick. For me, it didn't matter. Okay. <laughs> I just want to say 
for me as a white man, it didn't matter. Didn't matter. I, I don't see Asian you know people. Gabe, like. You know what, Gabe? That makes you better. Picture this. I don't know about okay? that. Picture this. I don't have <laughs> nothing. I don't have anything. Okay, let's get Play back to song. Cascade. Let's get back to Cascade. Let's get back. We're going to end with Cascade. Cascade, Wait. I remember Strobe Light edit? Yeah, Strobe Light mix. Still featuring Dead Mouse. Interesting. He did do some, some Dead Mouse stuff. Dead Mouse 5. Uh, Dead yeah. Mouse 5 that uh, was pretty good. All right. And we're going to end on this. So thank you, Kyle, for joining us. Thank you for... Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Thank, thank you, you for bringing us back to something that I am familiar with, because I appreciate it. What? Bahama Mamas? No, the song that you're Oh, with. okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, but technically, we're familiar with Bahama Mamas. And now... Ali you... has had five This Bahama episode Mamas. brought to you by Bahama Mamas. <laughs> <laughs> they sneak up on you. Yeah, it's true. just coming back to different feelings and like not feeling bad about stuff but but being able to reflect on decisions and and life in a positive way that that all of that got me to this point and i'm very happy for for where i'm at now and what the future is going to hold nice dang you well-adjusted dude (laughs) thank you dr griffin
that song. It was good. It was good. It's a great good classic, hit. like just a good driving song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good night drive. That was on a heavy rotation during my dense EDM phase. That song? Yeah. Oh, wow. It was real good. Finally, somebody knows one of my songs. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, thank you, Allie. Thank you, Gabe. And thank you, Kyle, for coming on. Thanks, Kyle. Thanks, Kyle. No, thanks to the rest of you guys. (laughs) Thanks again for the ice, Gabe. (laughs) No problem. Anytime. Thanks for the mamas. (laughs) 